Saturday night, it's time for your Dark Entries, Goth Radio, uh, Goth, post-punk, spooky tunes, Halloween countdowns, and everything that has crawled out of the grave and into your ear holes. With your host, DJD. Big thanks to uh, DebDZ for sticking around and giving me a good hand off there. Uh, 803-576-9872 is the number to call. It's 803-576-WUSC for your request. Tonight on the show, uh, words of wisdom, of course, as we usually do, some horror talk. And uh, a good mix of new releases and classic stuff, including a little bit of shoegazy stuff. I'm not sure what's going to happen in the second hour, uh, but we'll see where it goes. Uh, and But it's going to be fairly dark tonight, even for this show. We're going to do some pretty dark stuff. Uh, new releases from Cyclone 9, European Ghost, uh, Casket Cassettes, and uh, most importantly, Columbia's own Candy Coffins. They just released a new single this uh, in the week, and that's coming up in just a little bit. Any request, 803-576-9872. That's 803-576-WUSC for Dark Entries. Goth Radio is 65 days until Halloween. Kids, here we go.
Corpus Delecti uh, starting us off with a track called Firelight, and uh, they are one of my favorite, favorite uh, trad goth, Batcave era goth bands of all time. Huge uh, Corpus Delecti fan. Still around. I'm so jazzed they're still around. I've never seen them. They're kind of like on my uh, bucket list of bands uh, to see that I haven't, don't know if they're ever going to actually make their way to the States. They're a French band, and uh, I don't know how often they've ever toured the States. I don't know. I've never looked into it, but uh, they, they never come around anywhere either. So uh, that is actually off of a new collection of pretty much all of their recordings from studio stuff all the way to live recordings, and it's called The Complete Recordings 1992 to 1996 uh, that just came out, I think, uh, this past week. is put up by Cleopatra. Good, solid stuff. I managed to snag the entire thing today, actually, so um, 
Yeah, I might be listening to a lot of Corpus Delecti kind of in the in the car driving around. Definitely go consume every single thing they've ever recorded. It's all it's all pretty fantastic stuff. Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio. Speaking of uh, bucket list bands, guess what? I was going to talk about this later in the show, but I'll go ahead and throw it out. She Passed Away is on tour right now, and they're doing, doing some southeastern dates. They played Madison, North Carolina on the 24th. I was not able to make that, but they are going to be in Atlanta in October, and you better believe your boy is going to be there for that one. And uh, Kylie Mikla is going to be in uh, also in Atlanta at a club called 529 um, on November 5th. That's just three days after my birthday, so that's going to be my birthday present to myself. I've mentioned this on the show before, but uh, they were at the exact same club a few years ago when I saw them there and met them and everything, and it was it was one of the best live shows I've ever been to in my life. Not just because it's, it's them, but just meeting them and the fact that I was able to do that in a tiny club in Atlanta. And this club is small. Let me tell you, it's it's about the size of... It's smaller than New Brooklyn Tavern. I mean, I'm not saying that New Brooklyn Tavern's small, but, you know, if you've been there, it's it's a fairly small space. It's about that size, honestly. You can imagine how exciting that is to see them on that stage, you know, in a club that that, that size. Yeah, I can't believe it's actually going to happen again, so I get to relive it. And obviously playing stuff from, uh, you know, the new album, uh, which I'm, I'm listening to just constantly all the time because, you know... My dream is to stand there and be able to sing uh, Sostrader in Icelandic, <laughs> mispronouncing all the words. <laughs> and then they'll look down and be like, oh, he knows all the words. <laughs> we have to take him on tour with us. And then we all go live together in, in a castle in Iceland forever and ever and ever. And that's exactly how that day is going to go. So, uh, yeah, Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio. Um, oh, Christina Ricci is coming, too. I just, just, that just is a given. She'll, she'll be there. So, uh, speaking of Ricci News, um, she is, of course, going to be in the Wednesday show. A lot of speculation on what her part is going to be. Uh, somebody sent me something saying that uh, a link uh, to something speculating. This is pure speculation that she was going to be the Uncle Fester-type role. I don't know what to make of that. But um, Okay, let's uh, let's do the show here. We've got... New releases, old releases, uh, stuff along the line of Corpus Delecti. Uh, we got some classic stuff coming up. Actually, it's from some bands that I hardly ever, ever play on the show, maybe have never played on the show, and a mix of brand, brand spanking new releases of stuff that's come out in the last like few months or last month or two. But to kick it all off, the brand, brand new, the new new, is Candy Coffins, Columbia's own Candy Coffins. Um, Home Darlings have a brand new single uh, for the new album. Uh, the new album is called Once Do It With Feeling, which actually won't be out until October 1st. But uh, to kick off the new set, the first set, the brand new single they just released this week is called Every Day A Fresh Atrocity. So making its uh, Dark Entries Goth Radio debut. Here we go, Candy Coffins, Columbia's own, kicking off this set. Stay 
this time is shifting like
scavenger parade uh, ending that set there. Solid stuff from them. Brand new stuff. Brand new single that just came out called Bitter Reward. And uh, had a very, uh, very Sonic Youthy feel to me. I don't know if you guys, what you guys thought, but I, I thought it was very like if Sonic Youth went to Hot Topic. <laughs> Which was very possible in the nineties. I don't know. I'm sure there's there's some sort of crossover there. I'm sure. God knows. I was a I was a gothy kid in high school that also uh, was into a lot of indie and uh, indie type stuff. I first discovered a uh, little sidebar uh, Sonic Youth through. Um, I don't even know what amazing radio station I would have been listening to at the time, but this would have been um, round about 1990, 91, something like that. I don't know. And I remember a DJ coming on the radio. Back in the day, kids, um, for you youngsters, we used to record songs off the radio with cassette uh, from our boomboxes because that was the only way you could find something. And, uh, you know, you'd sit there and wait for hours for a DJ to play something you wanted to play. So there was a, a guy came up, uh, came on, he announced he was going to have some Sonic Youth coming up. And I just read about them and, and knew they were supposed to be hip or something. And I didn't even know what song it was going to be. And so... Um, I think somewhere in there, I, I was able to figure out like when it was going to come on, and so I hit record, and the song was Tokyo Eyes, and it was the first Sonic Youth song I ever heard. I used to be obsessed with that song, uh, just because I'd never heard a sound like that before, you know, with what they were doing with um, the distortion and everything. And um, to this day, I would I say that like possibly my favorite cover of a song ever by anybody ever covering a song is their cover of uh, Superstar by uh, the Carpenters. Because I'm, a, believe it or not, I'm actually a huge Carpenters fan. Yeah, that, that cover's fantastic. So this set, we had some brand new stuff from Candy Coffins. Of course, it's Columbia's own Candy Coffins with a brand new single called Every Day of Fresh Atrocity. And that pretty much sums up the last couple of years, I think, from a brand new album called Once Do It With Feeling, which is actually coming out on October 1st. A projection after that with a track, a brand new track called Careless they just put out from a new album coming out called Careless. Uh, Casket Cassette after that uh, from my brand new album called Casket Cassette that came out on July 15th. The track was called Funeral Shroud. Uh, European Ghost in there with a track called White Foals. And we just heard Scavenger Parade with a bitter reward. Uh, the first official set to kick off the show. Olin's reminded me, as he does, he keeps us all in check here at the station um, through uh, Facebook. <laughs> that... He's like, well, you know, it's a new semester. We got the kids listening. New kids are in town listening to the show. Maybe they want to know what it is, you know. So, uh, you know, give them a little introduction. Maybe you should play the, the thing. So, anyway, uh, so I'm going to do that. So, if you kids are listening to this for the first time, you're just hitting Columbia. Uh, this is your first semester, or whatever, even if it isn't. So, welcome to USC. Welcome to Columbia. I hope the heat doesn't scare you off. So if you just listen to the first time, this is uh, Dark Entries Goth Radio. This is uh, your weekly source for goth, dark wave, death rock. Uh, spooky tunes, uh, industrial, horror, punk, post-punk, everything uh, in those uh, dark umbrellas uh, going strong here on its 25th year on the airwaves. God almighty. Uh, one of the longest running shows here at the station. So uh, I'm kind of a, one of the uh, the senior DJs here. And by that, I mean I'm, you know, over 25. DJD, so you're listening to, been around for a long time. And so if you're into this sort of thing, I'm on every Saturday night, 8 to 10, uh, lots of horror talk coming up in the show, too. And uh, like I said, I'm uh, going to be playing some brand new stuff, a mix of brand new and old. And to kind of uh, kick off this set here to get us into the older stuff, the song that this show is named after, which is my favorite uh, Bauhaus song of all time called Dark Injuries. Uh, that's going to kick off this set. Uh, Olin also wanted to hear some screamy industrial stuff, uh, German stuff, and that's coming up later in the show. 
and also your other requests. Going to get pretty dark in this one. Coming up in this set, we got some brand new stuff from I Steel. That's E Y E Steel. Cyclone Nine uh, just put out a brand new one in the week. I think in the last week or two, called See You All in Hell. Fantastic single. That's coming up in this set. Classic stuff, old stuff from, and also the Trees from one of their older albums, and uh, a bunch of new stuff too. All coming up in this set. Going to be kind of a long set. Then that's going to get into some discussion, some words of wisdom. All that's coming up in the show. And your request: eight zero three five seven six nine eight seven two. That's eight zero three five seven six. But to kick it off, the song that uh, was the first Bauhaus song I ever heard, ever, ever. It's the song that turned me into a little baby goth, and is the song that set me down the dark road to get us where we are today. Hosting a show called Dark Entries Goth Radio. It's Bauhaus. Dark Entries! Thank you. 
13 acres of earth over the very center of hell. The last house on the left. Here is the first motion picture to offer to the daring a look into the final maddening space between life and death. The last house on the left. Caution. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Sights and sounds far beyond anything you've tested. The last house on the left. Offered by Sean Cunningham Films Limited in color. Caution. To avoid fainting, keep repeating. It's only a movie. Only a movie. Only a movie. Take as much as you can.
Kids, so the show's ticking along. Uh, we have we are into the second hour already. Still haven't had our words of wisdom, man. Uh, maybe sticking around a little bit late. Who knows? Uh, I've got more show coming up, so um, I'll do as much show as I can because I can. Dark Interest Goth Radio is on your radio with your host DJD, and um, I got some hard talk coming up in just a second before we get into our words of wisdom. But uh, and that said, we just heard uh, kicking off with Bauhaus uh, track called Dark Entries, of course, that you may be familiar with. Uh, that's the uh, the song that inspired this show, or actually inspired my love of goth music. That was um, I got a question from um, a loyal listener, uh, the Dead Can Dance, uh, wanting to know where I first heard that song, where I actually first heard Dark Entries. Um, it's kind of a weird question because I got two answers to that. Uh, the first time that I technically heard it, even though I didn't know what I was listening to was Night of the Demons. Oh, man. I, I, I totally blank for a second. So, um, in Night of the Demons, the first one, uh, with Amelia Kincaid and Linnea Quigley, uh, both who I've met, by the way, and both are incredibly, incredibly nice people. I had a couple of drinks of them, actually, at a hotel bar one time, but that's, that's a whole other story. Uh, in the scene where Amelia Kincaid's, I think her name's Angela, her character Angela, is dancing in front of the fireplace. Um, oh, no, I'm wrong. I'm wrong. Oh, man, I'm going to get the facts straight. Okay, yeah, that was technically the first time I heard Bauhaus, but not the first time I heard Dark Entries, because the song that's playing in that scene is Stigmata Martyr by Bauhaus. And I saw that movie when I was a kid, and at the time I had no idea who or what I was listening to. So I kind of don't count it, in a way. Kind of doesn't count. Technically, if I'm being yeah real, that's the first time I ever heard Bauhaus, but I'm not counting it. The first time I really heard Bauhaus that counts is the song Dark Entries, of course, which is the first song on Cleopatra Records' first gothic rock compilation, which is a cassette that I bought um, when I was, like, 15 at a mall in Myrtle Beach. And uh, it was a Myrtle Beach um, family 
vacation trip. My cousin found it. We were like looking for some music, and he's like, "Hey, this what is this? It's called gothic rock. What is this? This is like something you would like." And I was like, "Gothic rock? You mean there's rock and roll that's like gothic music? What? That's cool." And uh, bought it, and then we spent the whole trip driving around his truck listening to the music. And that was the first time it turned me on to like Bauhaus and Alien, Sex Venus, Sexy Gang, Children, and uh, I don't know, uh, Corpus Delicti. And whole, I, actually, I don't think Corpus Delicti is in that. Yeah, so that's what that's what kind of set me off in goth music was was finding that comp. So, uh, so yeah, that, that's the answer to that question. Uh, all right, and that said, I Steal after that. Uh, stuff I just discovered actually yesterday, a band called I Steal, spelled first word E-Y-E, second word S-T-E-A-L. Uh, really cool band. That's a, kind of a uh, the intersection of like goth and grunge. It was a really solid track. I love that track. It's called Drown My Friend. Very uh, Allison Chainsy Soundgarden-ish. And uh, those guys are headlining the Montreal Goth Fest uh, this weekend and also opening up for Aesthetic Perfection in Montreal in October. So um, pretty cool stuff to find them. Uh, Cyclone 9, who of course has been around forever, uh, with a brand new track called See You All in Hell after that from the new album. See, and also The Trees after that with classic old stuff from them, very old stuff from them, from an old album, old album, and I can't recall the name of it right now, but the track is called Simple Tom and the Ghost of Jenny Bailey. And I kind of feel bad because I can't remember the title, the name of the album, but I was just listening to it like two days ago. I owned it on vinyl, and I was doing some work in my office, and I put it on for like background music, but it's it's a pretty solid album all around. Uh, House of Harm after that with uh, In Threes uh, from a new EP called Feel My Heartbeat slash In Threes EP. It's just got the two tracks on it. And Haunt Me after that uh, to finish up the set with a track called Russian Doll from an album called Wish You Were Here. Very much channeling. Uh, I, well, I think First of all, I think House of Harm is very much channeling The Cure there. And then Haunt Me, that last track, was very much channeling, uh, in my opinion, Interpol, which, as we all know, pretty much channels Joy Division. So I guess in a way they were channeling Joy Division. Joy Division coming up later on in the show, by the way. Also going to have a set. Going to uh, throw back to some old stuff. I don't want to give away too much, but we're going to have some Joy Division. Going to have some Smiths and uh, pretty much just old classic stuff in that set. That's all coming up in a little bit. Afterwards of Wisdom. Or's Wisdom set's going to have some really good stuff in it, and it's going to round up with uh, some screamy German stuff because that's what Olin wanted here. So that's all coming up on the show in a little bit. First, let's do some uh, horror talk real quick. I'll run down some uh, selections really quick of stuff I've seen since we last talked. Saw Bodies, Bodies, Bodies at the movies. That's the new uh, A24 one. Kind of weird to say that A24 put it out because it doesn't um, it's kind of when you think of A24, obviously you think of like Robert Eggers, you know, folk horror type stuff and it's very much not in that vein. It's very much in the vein of something like Scream or, uh, you know, Happy Death Day or whatever, you know. It's kind of a goofy, silly whodunit. Just basically a bunch of dumb young people in a house getting picked off one by one. You know, it's sort of a, a murder mystery sort of thing. Of course, you're theorizing all along, like, who could possibly be responsible for it and why. I had a couple theories uh, as what was going on. I thought I had it worked out. I was dead wrong for all of it. I had no clue whatsoever. I didn't see that ending coming at all. So that has it going that for us. <laughs> so, pretty fun time, actually. It's not bad. Uh, don't expect anything too serious. If you just want to see a dumb, you know, sort of, Scream-esque movie with people getting picked off in a house. That's it. Orphan First Kill saw that the other day. Of course, that's obviously the sequel to Orphan. Um, Pretty fun stuff. Bonkers all out. Just balls to the wall. They kind of lean into the craziness of it. Um, It's even more weird and and crazy than the first one. Uh, It's kind of uh, fun to see how they got around the fact that... I can't remember her name, but the actress who plays Esther... Uh, the fact that she, you know, obviously was actually a child in the first one and is an adult now and still playing a child. <laughs> so, or at least an adult trapped in a child's body. It's kind of see how they, fun to see how they got around that photography-wise. 
Uh, let's just say that obviously there was a child stand-in body double that that handled the shots of her from behind where you didn't see her face. That child got a lot of work in this movie. <laughs> so the body double was on screen a lot. Platform after that, so that's on Netflix. That is one of the most original premises for a movie I've seen in a really long time. The premise basically is that you wake up and you're trapped in this room with a platform raising up and down inside the room that's in this, I guess, tower that's over 200 stories deep uh, that seems to go deep into the ground and this platform raises and lowers uh, just picture a giant rectangular hole in the room and the platform uh, comes all the way down through all the rooms so, so like an elevator and on this platform is food it starts out at the very top a gourmet meal for the people at the top they eat they, they get it for uh, 30 seconds or something uh, they eat a little bit off of it, whatever they can cram in their mouths in the next 30 seconds, and then it gets lowered down to the level below them. They can eat the leftovers of what's left of them, then lowers down, lowers down, lowers down, down over 200 floors. And as you can imagine, there's not much left by the time it gets to the bottom. So you're eating the leftovers of leftovers of leftovers of everyone above you. You just wake up in this room and you don't know how you got there. So obviously a lot of social commentary there. Good premise, good premise, um, and, and good execution. I really dug it. I thought the ending was a little bit weak, but um, one of the most original premises were movie i've seen in a long time and i'm kind of a sucker for that premise of the whole thing of waking up somewhere and then having to figure your way out of it like that's been done a lot uh, I, mean, I think the first time i saw it was like in you know cube the movie cube and of course it has a bunch of sequels to some extent like saw there's a movie called meander that i want to see that came out a couple of years ago that kind of has that thing um oxygen was good that's um I think Ari Aster's newest one. I saw that was pretty good. Kind of along those lines. So anything where where like a victim would just wake up wakes up in a funky weird room and they have to solve a puzzle or have to like you know you know try to use their brains to get out of this terrible situation where they're you know I, I just kind of like that premise. All right, the new teaser for the Hellraiser uh, movie is out now. That's on Hulu. Cannot wait for that. It's coming out in the fall sometime. Um, uh, supposedly a more faithful adaptation of the novel than what we got with the original movie, because obviously the original movie is my favorite horror movie of all time, so you know I have nothing bad to say about it. But it will be kind of cool to see something that's a little bit more faithful to the actual novel, which I know very well because I've read it a million times. Yeah, and Clyde Barker's involved, so I am obviously super, super excited about this and can't wait to see what happens. But uh, there's a, a, a tiny, like, 10-second trailer, I mean, a teaser that's out there. You just get a just get a glimpse of, like, you know, Pinhead's face in it, but that's it. The last thing is that, uh, you know, Halloween Halloween is officially creeped into stores. It's all over the place. Um, I don't have much more to say about it other than just I'm excited. It's happening. If the weather would just get cooler, um, I would be much more happy, but uh, we're here. It's Halloween time. My decorations are going up probably in this coming week. I think I've decided they're going up, so... Uh, I'm in full-on Halloween mood now. All right, that's it, kids. Uh, Dark Itchers, Goth Radio is on your radio. Um, we have got much more show left uh, to cram in here before we get out of here. Uh, and words of wisdom from good old Uncle Charlie. That's all coming up, too, and that's all right after this. On the road again. Nearly 700,000 Americans were arrested on marijuana charges last year. That's an enormous waste of law enforcement resources and terribly unfair to those arrested and their families. It's time we stopped arresting adults who smoke marijuana responsibly. For more information, visit Normal's website at www.normal.org or call toll-free 888-67-NORMAL and tell them Willie sent you. styling your hair every day 
And do you want a good hairstyle every day? Hi, I'm Sarah Schuster. I went on a website called inventnow.org, and after that, I decided to invent something too. Something called the Insta-Do. Just imagine, you just put it over your head like a helmet does, and you pick your hairstyle with the buttons on the side, and you can have instant hairstyle in seconds. People like it. People like Jeff Bart. I like it. And people like Kenneth. It's a helmet thing, and it fits over your head, and it's great. Thank you, Kenneth. You should go to inventnow.org, and it could help you come up with your own invention. After all, look at me on the radio now. Anything's possible. Keep thinking. Get started on your own inventions, or just play some games at inventnow.org. Brought to you by the U.S. Patent and Trademark Office, the National Inventors Hall of Fame Foundation, and the Ad Council. Self-defense is anything we do to make our lives safer on a daily basis. Self-defense is fighting with our fists, yelling, telling him to stop looking at us, running away, listening to our gut instinct, getting support, knowing that we are worth defending, talking about what happened. Playing rock! <laughs> and playing rock. The goal of self-defense is to provide all women, children, peers, people of color, and targeted communities with options and skills that are effective and practical, no matter what our experience, age, level of fitness, or shape of body may be. So in order for me to war against the pollution, I have to pick up the stick of crime and go reset the insanity of this system in order to project new thoughts and new words.
fear you will have to deal with this matter in the harshest possible way, Mr. Thompson. I fear that is the only thing to do. There's nothing I look forward to with greater pleasure, Mr. Grady. You give your word, Randy, Mr. Thompson.
Podcast Dark Entries, Goth Radio is on your radio, uh, and we had just had some words of wisdom from old Uncle Charlie, and uh, we had in there with that was Pharmacon with a track called Crawling on Bruised Knees. She passed away after that uh, with Dudu Dunya. That's my horrible attempt at pronouncing Turkish. <laughs> That's the Boy Harsher remix uh, from... Uh, which, which actually, uh, the the the, uh, the song translates into uh, "the world has stopped" in English. Of course, as she passed away, like I said, it's going on tour right now. They're going to be in Atlanta on October twenty seventh. That is almost Halloween, and they're going to be at this uh, venue called the Loft, and you will see old DJ there for show. So uh, just look for the uh, short bald guy, probably wearing a black T shirt, 
in other words, like almost every, like every other person there. <laughs> Hopefully near the front row, bopping along and uh, loving every single word of Turkish that I don't understand. Uh, Heavy Halo after that with a Black Seed. Uh, that was the uh, Xavier Swafford remix uh, from a remixed album called uh, Crushed Destroyed. And after that, Olin wanted to hear some uh, screaming Germans. Now that I listened to it, though, it was more kind of like talky Germans. I don't know how much screaming was actually in that track, but that was what we just heard was uh, Decrups with uh, Schmutz Fabric from the album called uh, The Machinist of Joy. And that translates into uh, Dirt Factory. So that's that about that on that. Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio. We've got one more quick set of three tracks. Three tracks? Four tracks? Yeah, three tracks. Three quick tracks, and that's going to get us out of here. But I think they're pretty pretty three solid ones that are a pretty good way to end the show. So I hope you guys have enjoyed the show. Uh, if you have any last-minute last, last minute requests, get them in at 803-576-9872. That's 803-576-9872. Uh, WUSC. I want to thank everybody for listening to the show tonight. We're going to knock out these three tracks and we'll come back to our little talk and do some required Rocky Horror. Then we're getting out of here. I've been talking to uh, The Dead Can Dance on uh, Twitter, a uh, loyal listener of the show, and it occurred to me that I have actually not played Dead Can Dance on this show in a long time. And uh, that's a crime that I'm going to try to uh, do something about right now. So Dead Can Dance uh, from the album Within the Realm of the Dying Sun, one of my favorite tracks by them, Anywhere Out of the World, kicking off this little set. We'll do this, come back. Dark Entries Goth Radio is on your radio. Here we go.
We're sort of midway through it now. We've got a couple more weeks to go on it. And um, we're, it's, it's going well. We're working hard. We've been here about four weeks. The LP's called Strange Ways Here We Come. It should be finished in two weeks, as I say. Does it mark <coughs> any kind of new direction for the Smiths? Yeah, I think it does, yeah. In what way? Well, the writing since the last LP has, has uh, changed towards a, a sort of slightly harder kind of feel. And um, I use... I use less guitars on the tracks, but sort of bigger sounding guitars rather than using things sort of interwoven. Or, and um, because of because I've I've written the music that in this particular sort of hard hitting way is pretty more di a lot more direct. It's not um, a, an intentional massive departure because we like pretty much the way we sound anyway. It's um, we've only been together a few years and we don't feel under any massive pressure to to change with each LP because. We pretty much like the sound that we've got, you know. And uh, instrumentation-wise, there's a this album's a little bit more varied because I've been playing a little bit more keyboards, pianos, and um, organs and things. But the songs are still uh, miserable rock songs, thank God, which I'm really pleased about. Oh 
even talk to my neighbor I'd rather not get involved Very nice, very nice.
uh, Death of a Disco Dancer by, uh, of course, the Smiths. One of my favorite uh, Smiths songs of all time, ever, ever, uh, from the uh, Strange Ways Here We Come album. I've got that on vinyl, and I'm lucky enough to have it, a Brazilian pressing of it. And the reason I have it is because long-time listener of the show and good friend of mine uh, from way, way, way back, Molly, sent that to me in the mail, actually, all the way from California a few years ago. She's solid. I, I don't have a bad thing to say about Molly. Molly's all right. Uh, but because of her, yeah, I've got that album, uh, and it's the only version of that album I own. It's some is some Brazilian pressing of it on vinyl that she found. So, thanks uh, to Molly for that. I don't even have it downloaded or anything. <laughs> the CD, I've just got the one vinyl. Yeah, but we'll kick that set off there with some stuff from uh, Dead Can Dance with Anywhere Out of the World. One of my favorite uh, uh, Dead Can Dance tracks. Of course, that goes out to the Dead Can Dance. Uh, or the Dead Can Dance, I guess. Uh, emphasis on the can on Twitter. Loyal listener of the show. Of course, we had some Joy Division after that with um, Day of the Lords. And that's that set there. And that's doing it uh, for the show. Yeah, good timing. Uh, it's a little after 10, so um, that's going to do it for the show. Thank you so much for listening, kids. Um, we're going to finish here in just a second with our required Rocky Horrors. We usually do to get out of here. And then that's going to be it, and I'll see you next week. But I appreciate everyone who listening who listened tonight. I'm going to have this hopefully uploaded to the podcast tomorrow. Uh, or at least in the next day or two. First podcast is darkentriesgothradio.podbean.com. Uh, That's where you can see that. And that has the last several years' worth of episodes all um, uploaded there. Um, I wish I would have actually started recording this thing and uploading it somehow, somewhere online uh, from the get-go, but that would be 25 years' worth of show. <laughs> but, uh, they've run a lot of good ones over the years, and I only just started recording and uploading it uh, a few years ago. But, uh, yeah, that stuff will just be lost to time, I guess. Although I do have uh, a handful of cassettes from way back in the day. I would occasionally randomly record a show on cassette. And I've actually got those at home. And I've thought about bringing them in here. I may do that, actually, at some point, because we do actually have uh, cassette players here that I could use to, um, you know, kind of convert it over to, like, MP3s and that and find a way to play it on air. So that might happen. I don't know. We'll see. Catch me on the socials, uh, of course, on Facebook at uh, Dark Entries Goth Radio is the only thing on Facebook called that. And on Instagram and Twitter at, at Dark Entries DJD. And on TikTok, uh, nowhere, because uh, Deej don't do TikTok. But who knows what could happen, man. I follow a few TikTokers, by the way. Uh, this is completely off the subject and has nothing to do with this show or any goth show. But one of my favorite TikTokers um, slash YouTubers, because I actually discovered her through YouTube, because I don't really watch TikTok. But she is a TikToker, and she's called, I've mentioned her, I think, before, but she's called Jeannie Weenie. <laughs> And Jeannie Weenie cracks me up. Jeannie Weenie's hilarious. Jeannie Weenie makes my quality of life better because she's so funny. She's a former flight attendant, and she was a flight attendant for like 10 years. And so the majority of what she posts is about life as a flight attendant, but not everything. Some of it's just like her travel adventures and being a famous YouTuber everywhere she goes now. When she goes to cons and stuff, she has like fans. She started out as just some ex-flight attendant who made TikToks about being a, you know, being that, and now she's super famous online. But um, yeah, uh, she's really hilarious. It has nothing to do with goth or anything. It's just somebody funny who I love. So uh, my dream would be to actually have her in for an interview or a call in for an interview or something, just because I just think she's great. So yeah, check her out, Jeannie Weenie. So that's it. I'm out. We're gonna do a required Rocky Horror. Thanks to everybody who listened. Thanks to all my regulars and irregulars and that. And I will see you next week. Same bat time, same bat channel, Saturday night, 8 to 10, for uh, spooky tunes and horror business and Halloween countdowns as we get even closer and closer to the big day. Uh, although it's not a day, it's a season that started. It's all one big, giant season. The day's just the, the topper, right? So we're in it now, two months of it.
Can't wait. Uh, that's it, kids. I'm out. Uh, see you next week. As always. When kicked to the grind. Keep it spooky. And soon in the gym with a determined chin. The sweat from his pores as he works for his cause will make him glisten and gleam and with massage and just a little bit of steam. <laughs> He'll be pink and quite clean. He'll be a strong man. Nutritious, high protein, and swallow raw eggs. Try to build up his shoulders, his chest, arms, and legs. Such an effort, if he only knew of my plan. In just seven days, I can make you a man. He'll do press ups and chin ups. Do the smirch, clean and jerk. He thinks dynamic tension must be hard work. Such strenuous living, I just don't understand. When in just seven days, oh baby, I can make you a man. <laughs>